podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. Only chance in my team like Man U. Trying to get in again. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mugger. I'm joined this week by Rodney. Didn't think I was going to see you again this season. How's it going, bro? You're not supposed to see me again. What happened? You're not supposed to see me again. You got lost, yeah? I don't, I don't, even, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, I got lost. I was just browsing the web on Zara and then the next thing you know, there's a link sent to me and I'm on this pod now. It's, uh, it's content for the people, isn't it? I guess so, I guess so. And Seb, what are you saying, bro? Yeah, I'm there, I'm there. Yeah, that's 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 the, that's the best way to sum it up. Um, before I start, I do the usual plugs of socials. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you're doing this podcast, share it with your friends. If you're a listener, and you're also on Twitter. Um, use the hashtag Touchline Fracker. Get involved in the conversation at the account. Um, with that being um, said, let's get into it. Um, friends, share it with your friends. Yeah, a free to. A free to win over Norwich, uh, an absolute slog, <laughs> the worst team in the league. Um, it, it started well, but before we kind of get into the game itself, quickly go through the starting lineup. So, obviously, DDG ever present in goal, Dallow at right back, Maguire, Lindelof, Teller left back, Pogba, uh, in the six, Bruno Fernandez, and Jesse Lingard, Sancho, Alanga, and Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, Varane's injured. Um, Rand's injured, still not available. Um, any particular thoughts about the lineup, or, or are we in a scenario where it, it just is what it is at this point? It probably is what it is, you know. It's it's definitely is what it is. That vibe, like, like I look at the team and I'm just like, yeah, maybe like 99.9% of these are not good enough, so. However you want to mix and match it, hey, pick a mix, man. Have it. <laughs> Have it how you like it. It doesn't matter. Same results still pending. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter. Our Basaka comes in, we're still shit. Luke Shaw comes in, we're still shit. Varane comes in, he's getting that stink off of uh, Maguire. Fred comes in, Fred yes. Quinn going up and going down in a 15-minute spell. McTominay comes in, he ain't doing shit. Rashford comes in. in. 
there's nobody that comes in that I say, raw, you are actually head and shoulders above the rest of these youths. Everybody's pretty much the same. <laughs> Everybody's the same. Yeah. I think the season's over agreed, for agreed. Everyone, Just trying to play it out. Yeah. Basically, basically, Ralph is, he's doing this press thing, basically, so he was talking about Liverpool, you know, they let Klopp build the team over six, seven years. They brought in the players, the right players. They got rid of the right players. Like, he's emphasizing the fact we need to get rid of the right, get rid of the right players. That being said, it, it was Norwich, and I was expecting a comfortable win. Uh, and we started early. Cristiano Ronaldo back side um, after being out. Um, and that's early goal. Uh, and from there, you're thinking pretty much plain sailing. To be honest with you. Um, you grabs the second one at the th- in the thirty second minute, um, and at that point in my head, it's like, okay, how, how many, how many are we gonna grab? Norwich don't look particularly at the races, um, but I can't really say we were particularly playing well either. Um, they're just not a particularly good side. There was space available, um, so we go into the second half um, just before half time. He let them score. Norwich have scored, I think, Norwich have scored, I think, 20 eight goals away goals. And only, 20 and goals. only eight away goals. Eight away goals, and we proceed to let them score. And I guess what I want to ask you guys, Twice. Um, what, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think is the worst part of the pitch for us? Is it is it the defence or is it um, the attack? In that game or just in general? Just generally speaking. I think I'm gonna say more so the defense because no matter who you bring in, nothing improves whatsoever. No attributes improve. There's not like nobody adds anything to the defensive line. Whether you swap out Shaw, Tellez, Aaron Bissaka, Dallo, Maguire, Varane, we haven't seen Bailly, we haven't seen Jones really. Nobody brings anything. At least, at least you can say if you bring in an attacker, you get some variation. Some variation, not much, but you bring in a langer, you might get energy and some pressing that you don't get from another attacker. It's not just not much, but with the defense, nobody brings absolutely anything, no matter there, who you there, chop and change. There, there's some sort of type of quality basically uh, in, in mm. the attack, and, and the defense is severely lacking, I guess. So, yeah, we're going to uh, I sort of go on. Oh, actually, you're about to go into the two two because that's what I was just about to say now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And yeah, we're going. Yeah, go on. No, sorry, just going off on your question, right? In regards to the defense, um, I saw the pukey goal, and I'm thinking, okay, like just to like speak on your question. How? Why is Maguire trying to play the offside trap on Puky? Like, don't you trust your pace against Puky, somebody who isn't fast enough? Like, why are you stepping up there? Does that like who taught you that? It doesn't make no fucking sense, bro. Like what he's tried to do there because it's not like you're playing against a fucking I don't know, bro, a fucking Gabriel Jesus who's like fast or a Salah or whatever on that side, and you're mm. trying. The only hope is to step up. Uh, step up and make sure he's offside because you can't catch him for pace, right? That's the only reason why you do that because there's a super fast player there. Let's play a high line. Let me step up. And that's going to be the tactic of the day. Him, first of all, not even in the correct position, right? And then the second of all, 
like not trusting his pace in that position when it would have been easier to just chase him down and put him under pressure so he mm. doesn't have a fucking clear sight on goal. It's disgraceful. Like, how do you... Obviously, obviously, the team is shit anyway, but how do you expect anything or any type of foundation when you've got players like Maguire? Maguire's probably made a mistake for maybe... all Every goal we've conceded, I think Maguire's made a mistake. Like, yeah, or he's or he's dealt he's dealt with something in a suboptimal way. He's suboptimal um, way one one hundred percent. He's he's just a glaring glaring issue in the team. Um, I don't think we have a single attacker who's just well, boy Bruno Fernandez, I guess. But he, he yeah, we. Ah <laughs> oh, gosh. So anyway, it gets to two two now, and somehow we're in a tussle with Norwich. And actually, for a period, they were on top, were on and top. David De Gea had to David De Gea had to make some. Yeah, let, let, let's talk about the second half, I guess, which is where the majority of the action took place. Quickly, though. Quickly. Go on, go on, Ronnie. Just to touch on the, just to touch on the first goal, I think Maguire made a mistake in that. I, was, I think what you're, what you're saying he should have done with the second goal, I think he did it in the first goal and couldn't get back. So I think that played on his mind a little bit for the second goal. I think with the first goal, he's come out, he's followed the player out, and because he's not agile enough, he's not managed to get back inside. He I loves doing that. Him. I he think Pinky loved... ran ran behind him and then put the ball in put, put the ball on the edge of the on the left hand side of the box. Mm. So I think he should that's that's just played in his mind because he did actually what you're saying he should have done Sebi with the second goal, he did with the first goal. So he's followed his runner, which is the correct thing to do, but then instead he's not quick enough or agile enough to turn and follow Puki. So he's left the space behind. And Puki's gone in behind, got the ball, and then obviously crossed it. So I, I think that plays in his mind a little bit. He's just a calamity of errors. He just doesn't know what he's doing at the moment and well, never what, really what has. I would say with that, yeah, without even seeing the goal, yeah, is that like if you get beaten for pace and someone crosses it and someone else scores, I mm. can take that from you. Do you know what I'm trying mm. to say? That like someone else scored. You can maybe say mm. that, you know, there must be another defender that should have trapped the person mm. who goes and scores. I or somebody, do you know what I'm trying to say? However, mm. that's you still doing your job. When you try yeah, to I absorb do. yourself from your actual job, right, and someone just goes mm. and smashes it in there, it looks 10 times worse than you actually chasing back and trying to put yeah. pressure on. Mm, mm. I, I think with him, it's like, he, he, he really is, he, if he tries to be front foot, he, most of the time he doesn't get there. Uh, if he does get there, he gets beat for agility, for skill, for decision making. Um, when he tries to read the line and wait for it to come to him, again, he's too slow. He's just not good enough. He's just lacking in so many areas that will make him a good defender at this level. Um, so I think he's, when you talk about the list of players who need to get out, I think he's he's top of the list, to be honest with you. Um, simply just getting rid of him for just a defender who's even if we were Lindelof and Varane for a period, we'd be in a better position than we are with with Harry Maguire. So cool. It goes to two two, and they're pretty much on top for a, a period. What did you see in that period, Rodney? In that second half, when it got to two two, I saw a team that has no confidence, zero mentality. Like you look at other teams like Liverpool, who no matter what the scoreline, you see their mentality. It's pretty much why if they go if they go down, you can always bank or bet on them to win. Previous United teams have had that. There was no there. Obviously, we had Pogba at the six, so you're not going to have any. We had nothing from him. 
from the second half, I didn't really see much of the first half. From the second half, when he was playing six, nothing from him. There's no way we can sustain pressure. There's no way we can build. And it was we was playing end to end stuff, and that doesn't that doesn't really suit us because we've got a Pogba at the six, and there's there's not really any um, there's not really any pace in the team apart from Alanga. So there there wasn't much in that second half. Bruno was just giving the ball away, like simple things. You got eight yards of space. You received the ball. You're the deepest man, and you lose the ball, just putting us under unnecessary pressure. Pogba did it a few times. Lost the ball in. Areas that you shouldn't do, Sancho just nothing there. Nothing, nothing there. player. Nothing, nothing there. player right now. Like, that was a that was a nothing performance. Um, just there was there's not that second half because obviously I can't speak on the first half. The second half zero coaching. There looked like there was enough. The players were just out there, vibes in. That's the biggest vibes game that I've watched most recently from Ralph. Like we praised him from Villa up to. Probably our run, our um, hard running when we started with is it Atletico Madrid or one of them. Mm. But from Atletico Madrid till now, there's not been there's not been much coaching, and he's pretty much just experimenting, putting out whatever eleven, making silly subs, and it, there's no pressing, there's no coaching. Whereas before, like you could say, yeah, you can see something. There's just nothing there, and that was to put Pogba at the six. I don't know if Matic is on the bench. You re- you play Matic for sixty minutes. But although we was 2-0 up, but when you play Pogba at the six, you always run that risk because it's, it's going to be end-to-end. He can't plug the gaps. He's not, he can't do that. That's not game. really, that's not where, that's not his approach to the game. That's not his game. That's what I mean. He can't do that role. And then in front of him, you've got Bruno Fernandes and Jesse Lingard, who, to be fair to him, did not have a bad game. Mm. And he got dragged. So I, I, I think... Yeah, I think off. Ralph, I think Elijah mentioned it on last week's pod and part of the reason why mm. he's sickened with Ralph as an interim is that because you're an interim, you should be able to come in and just do whatever because you're not trying mm. to get the job long term. Um, yeah. And he just I kind of... I thought he was. Did you? I thought he was, make, I thought he was making a, a little play for it. I, I know he said in a few interviews that jokingly that he would like to have it. And I think now that it's become clear that he's not getting it, man just throwing out whatever team like, yeah, whatever. I'll just Because if you look at the lineup. Obviously, say you and Seb are right. You put out whatever team is the same result, but that team was poor. Even though you're playing Norwich, we're not a good side at the moment. You can't just throw out uh, mm. pick a mix of pick a mix of players, especially in midfield. I don't know how Pogba, Bruno, and Lingard works as a midfield. Like I don't understand how that works. Whether when there's zero coach, and you could see it in the second half, Norwich were all over us. The girl had to make several saves, and we never looked comfortable. And we never, apart from the free kick, we didn't look like scoring. To be honest with you, yeah, yeah, it was it it was poor in terms of the chances that we created. Um, so, like you said, Matic comes on in the sixty third minute for Lingard, who I don't like. Agree with you. Don't think he deserved to come off, but I think Matic no. was good when he when he came on. He announced um, that he's leaving at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, he had a he had a player option for a final year. Um, he's a guy who has a skill set that nobody else in the team has. So that's definitely one midfield position we're hoping gets replaced and we've replaced with quality. But he comes on. Um, Maguire kicks off, kicks Pogba's side of his head, has him bleeding. Um, and like you said, not, not much really happened. Um, let's talk about Let's talk about the main man, I guess, Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, another hat-trick, his second in three games back-to-back in the league. Um, 
boy, 37 years old. So I don't know, it's like 18 goals in 30 games 15. or something. I think it's 15 league goals. He's got, 15 so. league goals, I think like 18 goals in 30 games in all competitions. Um, he's obviously a player who we're, we're no fan of on this pod. Um, mm, but, but, but it's but, hard to argue with that. But how much can you really knock him? Yeah, you can't. Do you know what it oh, is? 20, 21 in 34 even, my bad. You see, when we was like, there was, you see, with that period where we praised Ralph, like you could say, okay, cool, he's, you can see where Ronaldo is sort of a detriment to the team. But where there's nothing and he becomes essential mm. because he's going to get you goals from nothing. Yeah. But when there was actual, when there was coaching, because let's be fair, there was a point where Ralph was coaching W's and the players... And we were playing... Passes. Yeah, we were actually And we playing were well. playing well. And he was actually, he was a detriment at that point. Intr- it's right interesting, now, isn't it? Mm. Right now, he's... Because there's nothing going on in the team, there's no one playing well... 99% of the team are awful at the moment. No one's in form. You can't point to one player who's in form apart from my apart from Ronaldo. This kind of suits him. You kind of need him in these games because there's nothing else. There's no coaching. There's no other players. There's no game plan. There's, the players are low on confidence. They're just trying to get to the end of the season. He's still playing for himself. He's still playing for something. He's still playing, he's for, still himself. playing for something. You're actually he's right. Still he's still playing, playing for himself. For he's playing yeah. for his. He's playing for his stats. He's playing for at the end of the season. It was them man, yeah. not me. It he's was them man, not playing, me. Yeah, he's playing for maybe to see if he can chase down Salah. He's only five goals away. He's got a difficult <laughs> yeah, run. He's, but he's, he's playing he's for dead. something. Sancho <laughs> right now just wants to go to Mali or wherever it is that they go, Marbella now. Rashford just wants the season to end because it's pathetic. Pope was gone, so he doesn't mm. give a shit what happens. Matic is going, he doesn't give a shit. Like who else? Bruno's, Alain, got, Bruno's got his money and he don't give a shit. Bruno's either. got his, his his contract. He doubled his money. He doesn't care. There's not any, these players. There's nothing to play for. They don't care at the moment. Yeah. So not only yeah. are they shit, they don't have a care in the world. They're not playing for nothing. <laughs> they just want to go on holiday now. Just let the season end. They don't even care about fourth. So, uh, oh god, this team is absolutely insane, man! Insane. Just a, so, just a, just a team of, Ronaldo, though, man. Yes, he has just that a mentality team of Just to keep going. He doesn't. He's he, going to keep going to the end of the season. I'm telling you, he's going to keep of going. Course he is. To of the course, end of the if season. he finishes with like 18, 19 league goals or something, he's mm. laughing, man. He's laughing. Mm. Like mm. people don't watch the games, and obviously when we talk about it, people are you know are hating. Mm. Yeah, definitely, um, definitely. And it's and it's interesting the point you made about when we did actually have a. Do you know what? I think that period was when we kind of when Ralph lost the team and he lost belief. When you're coaching mm. W's and you're not coaching, like you start off in a shaky. They're not really adjusting to your philosophy. Cool. Then you mm. have, and that's your forming period. Then you have a mm. period where you're kind of storming. So now people are starting to understand what's going on. Cool. Mm. That's when we were, that's when he was coaching W's, but we weren't mm. winning. And yeah. then you're supposed to have performing when yeah. the coaching W's actually become W's. And yeah. that didn't happen. It's like because they didn't see within a few yeah. games that, like, okay, now we're beating teams 2 0, 3 0, 3 1. Yeah. They lost belief. He's like, ah, mm. what's so I got to change it again? Uh, so what, I need to have a guy close to Ronaldo or what, do I not have a guy close to Ronaldo? I'm using this guy, yeah. I'm using that guy. Um, and then so they lost their way, he lost his way. And then he's probably just like, yeah, you're not washed because, you know, yeah, we're definitely. supposed to have the storming period where the performances aren't getting the results. But eventually you're supposed to get past that period and now the performances are getting the results. And we never just got there. We, just stu- stu- we stayed in storming, basically. 
Yeah, we was. I feel, do you know what? I'll be fair to Ralph. Like, I'm very critical of him at the moment because there's just no. I think he ever sees it into him. He's given up. There's nothing to play for. But he was close. He was close to ending the season well. There was a point where the team was playing well and all that needed to happen was they needed to be clinical. And like you said, that period is supposed to lead to the period where those Ws are actually Ws. But then we've gone the other way and the, we had where we had Sancho doing somewhat of a job. Mm. His form just did. He has no fucking right to play the way we he's had, playing. Yeah, we had Fred. Fred. Fred was in form, and and that period we had a few, a few players, not a lot. We had a few players who were doing even Alanga. He was giving you something in yeah, that little period. Yeah. So, but no, it's just oh, it's just it's just well, a typical well, United season, yeah, right? On yeah, Ralph, yeah, is like um, either way, right? Like it takes quite long for you to like implement your style on one team. I think the the grace I give him is at the start of his tenure, you can obviously see what he tried to do, right? You can obviously see what he tried to do. Um, it was actually visible on the pitch on his first game. The second game, it was visible for the first half, and then after that, it looks like it had been abandoned. And Ellen's obviously since then. Uh, like you know, in like coming months or whatever, he's he then said he's spoken about physicality of the team, not meaning like strength. He said the skills there, but the physical aspects there. So, I think Ralph is kind of like down tools as well in in in, in his job and, and and whatever. And I think um, I wouldn't really like blame him. Like I don't really like him. Don't really fuck with him. But I wouldn't really blame him for for what's going on with the team. Because um, I've seen what he's tried to do, and basically the quality isn't there. And then also on top of that is that um, if we're looking at like even like let's say like Pep's first season, Pep Guardiola coming forth, him trying to implement what he was doing, there's still a bit like a, a bit of fight back. There wasn't not everyone was buying in. The next season's a total total different thing. So I think it kind of happens to the best of them. Um, the state of this Man United squad. Is 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 at like the stage where a lot of them want to leave, a lot of them are considering leaving. So you're mm. not even getting like the first year of like a pep on the clock where people actually want to fight for their place. Yeah, some people don't want to be here. There's a bunch of people that don't want to be here. Bunch of people that are unsure if they want to be here. There's a bunch of people that are not suitable to be here. So he's in like the weirdest position. And then even if you like go to like a, a smaller team, like let's say a Crystal Palace, where you see Vieira, what he's implemented there, all those players want to play for Palace, right? So when I look at that teams and coach coming in and doing their team with teams, all of those players want to play for that particular team. Whether they can't get better, whether they're aiming for better or whatever, or they totally respect the manager, like the, 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 name, the manager's a big name manager, you're going to get everybody on song playing for that manager. Whereas United are in the weirdest position I've ever seen where they don't respect the head coach. They don't respect the coach from before. Half of the team want to leave. Half of the team's upset. Like a couple of men are informed. Some men are not suitable to the Prem. Some men are overrated. Some men like are still playing like it's 2008. It's a, it's a, it's absolutely <laughs> playing like it's 2008. Pogba. Not 2008, bruv. Like, 
Leave Pogba. the low hanging fruit, man. He's the least of our issues, brother. But I've dissed everybody. So everybody has... <laughs> Pogba so, is... But you always... I don't know why. Every time you say one, and then it's, that's the one I ask you, who you talking about? And then it's always Pogba. Uh, you know, 2008, <laughs> where the PMP weren't really pmp in. Like, oh. bro, we need to... Like, yeah, man, we feel this. Everything got to change, man. It's a mess. And yeah. just like, before we move on, yeah... I'm so pissed, yeah, that last week all the fucking journalists were talking about Man United getting two midfielders. And after Maguire's game and Ralph's comments yesterday, now we're talking about one centre back, one midfielder. We're Why, what, what, were the, what were the comments post game? I, I didn't see um, them. In regards to Ralph saying, like, if you defend like that, basically you're not going to win any games. And if we defend like, like that against Liverpool, we're going to lose. He's been we're talking about the defence for the last, like, two, three days. And then now... Boy, that's so peak. We're linked with centre-back, at one centre-back and one midfielder. We're really... We're going to get more players than that. Hey, bruv. Hey, listen, man. We don't know, bruv. We don't... I don't... Yeah, that's... You know what? That is quite insane. You can't... Two mid... We need a two... Look, I'm sounding like Sebi. Fucking up. We need a two CMs <laughs> before Matic and Pogba left. That's so how now? So how? So basically, essentially, you could say we need four, and you're going to say you're going to bring us one. <laughs> so you can replace. Who are you replacing that centre back? Are you not? You can't replace eighty nine million pound captain. Is that what you're saying you're going to do? Because that mm-hmm. doesn't work. You can't He's do that. Face, brother. So that's so what you got to sell him. You can't have eighty nine eighty nine million pound on the fucking bench. England's best centre back. Man, I know, I know, Lampard. If Everton stay up, which they look like they will now, I know Lampard will back that still. Lampard will. Nah, keep yeah, it. Lampard. Lampard, yeah. bro, he's not, English. He's English. Everton he's England captain. Everton are not giving him ninety million. They're not giving. They're, they've looked they're at not, his We don't want ninety. We want forty, bro. Forty, fifty mil. We've we'll no, we got to get our money back, man. Did you see what they said? If we don't get Champions League, no, 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 brother. Twenty mil. Bro, we are. We ain't getting our money back. We are not getting our uh, money back. There's not a. Ah, cool. there's, there's no other club. Who would have paid yeah, what we paid? Dude. There's no other forty million. That's it. You'll take hell. that. I'll fucking take that. That's about right. No, I, I can't take forty million. That's about right, bro. What How long has he got left? <laughs> Five years or something. Ah, forty million. Not fact, like four years or something, because obviously it was it was eighty million and it was like seven eighty years, million and a seven year contract or something. Because obviously, nah, give him Maguire a fucking seven year, the biggest contract we've ever given to oh anybody. Oh my gosh! But you know, but they did that for the accounting, though. They did that for the books, man. Yeah, yeah. Did we right, sign him? We signed him pre-COVID, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, just before. That's yeah, now all the fucking blur, man. This no, last it, two years, all the fucking blur. Didn't we? And then we pay it all. We paid most paid of it all, front, man. People don't pay it all. People up don't front. pay it all. Oh, we did the bank transfer up front. The, the right. Bro, we like said it to the F, bro. As soon as McCoy oh left, it got released. It was nice. That's different. Listen, listen. That, <laughs> and listen, it's crippling. Because if we now sign another centre-back and that takes away from other areas we need, that is insane. Do you know how many centre-backs we've tried to sign? And the thing right. is, we ain't got no good youth centre backs yet. Like, mm. so, like uh, even if we did, they're not coming into the team. I feel like with like Ten Hag, yeah, there's potential for youth, but not in that centre back area. So obviously, is, yeah. Twin Zabi, I think he's played one game in his loan. 
So that's a mess. Bro, so, who's that, man? I don't even know what you're talking that. about. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he's too small, so he's not going to obviously yeah, make it in the pro for us. Um, but and listen. yeah, well, it's, a, it's an absolute mess in, in regards to centre-back as well. And then also mm. on top of that, yeah, to compound it, last week, the comments again that come out against Van Dijk about um, him not coming to fucking United. So basically, who asked him? Um, I don't know. If um, Charlie Adam, I think. Charlie Adams was like, "Oh, like what's going on with that United?" And Van Dijk said, "Fucking United put Lindelof over him. What a fucking mess, man." This is the kind of shit. Like, I don't need to hear that at this point. Why are you even telling us that? Like, the brother's yeah. gone to Liverpool. He's won the league. Yeah. He's won the Champions League. Right? Why is that even coming up now? They're like, even, me- even mention it. Even mention it. Like uh, three months after or something. Or don't mention it at all. I don't want to hear that in 2022, bro. Lindelof came as Iceman. 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 I just, just to up, add man. a bit of context. I remember Jose was sick like, listen, there's two leagues I watch thoroughly. The Premier League and the Portuguese League. So I'm I'm grabbing, I'm grabbing my guide from. Ruben Diaz, Ruben Diaz was in the same team, by the way. I know he wasn't, apparently. Oh, yeah, I think he was the one who replaced Lindelof. Was he, yeah? Yeah, he replaced I swear, I swear, what wasn't Ricardo Pereira. It was one of them. One of them was in that team, bro. It Even must be the other guy because Pereira. I remember we mentioned it on another pod that it might be Pereira, bro. Pereira was yeah. there or something like that. Yeah, Diaz came into the Benfica team as a regular in the 2000 and well, 17 18, he played 24 games. At 18 19, he was a proper, proper regular. When did we sign Lindelof? 16 17, no. Was it 1617? Was that really nah, the first seven, season? Um, we signed him 1718. So 1617 was his last season. So yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Diaz was still a youth player when um Lindelof was at Benfica. So that so that makes sense. There. So Look at our luck. Look at our luck. Somebody else didn't sign Lindelof and Jose didn't then see Diaz and say, okay, let me grab this to you. He, went to, he goes and buys the dud. Um, so, Ronaldo gets a hat-trick. We get the win. Um, uh, Arsenal and Spurs lost. So, mathematically... Oh, just, we, don't, we don't need to... You don't need to do this, brother. I don't understand I why... I just want to chat to you, bro. You don't, you don't need to chat to us. You've I been chatting. Chat to you, brother. You've been chatting. They're on bear chattings. We don't need to chat about that. But listen, I just want to... Um, obviously, this is, for, this is for our fans and, and um, uh, certain man's on their farewell tour. And something happened on their fare, farewell tour, innit? That is only right. It's only right we touch on it because they've got me on the farewell tour. I'm supposed to be the critic that's writing bad reviews. I'm supposed to be tarnishing my last few games, but they've got me defending him, and rightly so. He didn't have a bad game. He's come off, and the chance of fuck off, Paul Pogba. Okay, um, it's shocking. I think you mentioned it. Uh, the last few days, so obviously over the weekend, <laughs> Easter Friday, back holiday, you had the day off work, you decided to take your day off work and go to Old Trafford yeah. and um, yeah. protest the Glazers again. The yeah. thing is, yeah, the Glazers, what they haven't done is been a proactive owner a la a Roman Abramovich, as in, it's not working, yeah. get you guys out, I'm bringing new people in. That's what Roman Abramovich does. He makes sure the pressure is constant. And if you feel somebody's not good at their job, he gets them out. What has allowed him to be able to do that and not have to make wholesale changes from top to bottom is always having people at exec level who are 
really good at the job. So before Marina, he had uh, Emanalo, um, who we're linked to, funnily enough. Um, but they're not interested. They've basically handed over day-to-day custodian, the custody of the club to Ed Woodward and his mates. You not yeah. make it work. This club, yeah. as long as we can take our money out every we year... We don't give a shit. Yeah, We don't give a shit. Give us our but, dividends. We don't care. Exactly. So if we go by the by and we're successful, cool. We'll come and celebrate with the trophies, best owners in the world. If we go by the by and we're not, but we're still getting our money, we are fine with that. Do you yeah. guys think the fans are... And I guess the fans are frustrated. They don't. They pick yeah. and choose what players they criticise. People like yeah. what Ralph is saying, but mm, on the pitch. Um, do you guys agree with the fans protesting the Glazers? Yes, no. I think I think with it doesn't happen constant consistently. I do obviously I do agree with a lot of what's said about the Glazers. Some of it is nonsense, and a lot of it I do agree with. Though my think my problem is the fans only protest the Glazers, or you only see it in the public eye when they get to the end of their tether, when the frustration has just gone too far and there's nowhere else to turn, there's no one else to blame, there's no excuses, there's no players to turn on. I was, I was saying on the timeline the other day, we've got an interim manager. So you can't you can't really blame the manager. He's just an interim. Yeah. He's gone. He's gone. Some like there's your fan everyone's fan fan's favourite isn't playing well. So there's no Rashford versus Martial. There's no Pogba versus whoever in midfield. There's no Maguire versus Varane. There's no, there is no rivalries for anyone to cling on to. Nobody has anything left. So what it is now, it's got to be the Glazers. It's got to be. It's, that's who you have to. That's who you have to vent your frustrations to. But you go into the game, you're two 0 up. So it's, oh, we're two 0 up now. Bit of frustration eases. The, the scoreline goes to 2-2 now. Oh, Popo was talking on international duty. He's coming off now. That's where our frustration's going. We've done our little Glazers process on the way to the stadium. We was winning 2-0. It was quiet. It's 2-2 now. Popo's coming off. Let's get him. And that's my thing. This is, this, is, this is my thing with United fans and Pogba. He didn't have a bad game. If he has yeah. a bad game and you're going to boo the player, whatever. Mm. Whatever. Because I would boo Maguire daily. So if you're going to boo Pogba... Fair is fair, consistency and all that. But he didn't have a yeah. bad game. So when when he's coming off, why are you booing him? Let's yeah. really talk about it because Luke Shaw started against Leicester. He was talking in international duty. He come off on the 46 minute or something. Nobody said fuck Luke Shaw. I don't think they're booing him because of international duty. I think they're booing him because... He didn't the... have a bad game, so why are you booing no, him? No, but it's not even that. Their links are so strong that he's leaving. He's pretty much gone. And I think... He is leaving. That... Yeah, so that's why they booed him, isn't it? And I think he had a bad problem. Let's have, it, let's, let's have it right, Rodney. What have Seb it. is saying is that Seb, if Seb was there, he'd be booing him. Facts. Okay, if yeah, Seb yeah. was there, he'd be booing well, him. My thing is, he didn't have a... He, didn't, he lost the ball a couple of times. But he didn't it's, have a bad it's game. Not, it's not even oh, about oh, the game, oh, though, bro. Yeah, it's not even about yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's oh, beyond the it's game. Not. It's pure hatred yeah. at this point. I don't want to... Yeah, I don't, yeah, it's just the amount of content that they have towards Pogba since probably, what, coming on three seasons now. It just it does it doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't make sense to me, and it's 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 a disgrace. What, you, booed, what you said? Fuck up. Go on. No, no, go on, go on, go on. You booed, you booed him when he came off. You booed him at full time. Fair enough. I think he cut his ears at full time, so you're antagonizing the fans. So you're asking for it a little bit. But when he came off, what did he do? Why is your frustration now with Paul Pogba? 
they have to they have to take no no Maguire Maguire gets booed as well yeah what from our fans Mm -hmm. yeah he does we don't we don't register it because pure hatred we we resonate with that but he he gets booed as well yeah Maguire gets booed but 9 out of 10 times it's for it's for a bad performance no but even wasn't didn't he get booed at the start of a game Obviously, they booed him for England, and yeah. that's yeah. mainly other fans okay, aren't going to boo. Other fans are going to yeah. boo Maguire because, yeah. a you don't play for my team, and you being yeah. shit, you're, you're solid for England. You're even good for England. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. got the it was United fans <laughs> at the England game who booed oh, him. It, yeah. Of course, it yeah. would be. None of the others have any reason. You playing badly for our rivals, we're happy about that. Why are we, we going to be? Yeah. You keep being shit for them. Cool, and then yeah. he came back and he got booed, and obviously we won't register that. And obviously, in our auntie fully deserves that. I think mm. a lot of the fan base are like Sebi; they're just done with Pogba in any way, shape. You know, or... is... Talk about Pogba; I'm... you're going to start talking to about 2016, 2017. Like, my... I'm also me, me personally, I'm done with Pogba. I think it's 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 come to a point where now he has to leave. I don't think even if he has his best season, I don't think it's it's going to be enough. He has to. He has. To, he had to be in a team at this point who are winning trophies for the fans to even get on board with him or even have some sort of like towards him. At this point, it's over. I don't think he can offer anything to the team. Now it's time to move on. But it's it's up. It's like it's over. Relax, guys. They they What's even the booed, to be fair, like even like they booed him um, this time last year because remember we had an extension. Um, and we hadn't uh, we we hadn't triggered the extension, so like there was all talks of him going to leave. And same time, around the same time last year, um, mm-hmm. they booed him because he was going to leave. Um, and just obviously on your point on the Glazers as well, yeah, like just going back a little bit, mm-hmm. um, is the reason why obviously the Glazers are never going to sell. Obviously they get their money or whatever. But I saw like a video. Of like Man United, and by the way, there are Man United fans that protest the Glazers every single game. So the 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 green and gold scarf is like a a visual protest. But the reason why the Glazers will never ever sell on until it gets like super untenable is because that the same United fans that do their visual protests are the same Man United fans that buy their tickets. I saw a video the other day of Man United fans in this season's kit. So they've bought the fucking kit, but they have the green and gold scarf. So how does that make sense when you're protesting the Glazers but mm. with money in their pocket? Yeah, so it doesn't yeah. make sense. And But I do That's get... That's the only yeah. way. That's the only, You make a great point there, Seb. Like, if you don't really want to make mm, a point to these guys, you need to... A proper protest. Pockets. But the mm. thing is, if they... Like, let's say season holders pay for their season tickets and didn't show up. People are going to come. The yeah. other, the other people who are more than happy to take their seat. That's yeah. what I was about to get onto. That they don't want to lose their season ticket. They might have had it throughout their whole lives, and then it's the suit. The season they don't buy it. They just some next guy is just going to buy it, and it's not going to yep. care. So yep. that's yeah. you can buy it and just not go though. Isn't it? They can buy it and not go. That's what Arsenal did to Wenger, but the owners didn't sell. Is Wenger just lost? Mm. Uh, just left. So. I don't know. Like, if they, they won't sell it. unless they get a silly offer. The thing about this Manchester United football club, this, um, if it was America, we call it a franchise, it's a profit generating organism, plain yeah, and simple. Yeah. 
Look how poorly it's run. Look how how much we play, how much we overpay players. That's in yeah. comparison to our, 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 our rivals and the percentage that our wage bill takes up of our revenue. We're comfortable. Yeah. We're comfortable. Yeah. Despite the yeah. fact we serially overplay players. Guys are coming in, first contract is 100, 150. That means even if they've been meaty and it's time to renew, they're getting 200. Yeah. You know? That 200 in comparison to what the global market is wages-wise is what a leading player in their position gets. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. 200 what a leading player in your position gets. Yeah, right. Bruno went to 240 and he hasn't had a good game this whole season. That guy that's done the thread of Bruno's performances, shout him out because I was looking through it and there's not one performance over five out of ten. I just need to confirm that I don't remember him having a good game. He had that game two... when he came off the bench for Michael Carrick. That cameo was good, but I can't remember what, any what other. When Chelsea it was doing the three like balls and that, that was one. That was not. It wasn't a full game. It was like yeah, it was a cameo. That's the yeah. only time I can remember yeah. where. Okay, came cool. I'm like, like, oh, that. he played. He, he played well. Like that's a okay. game that like, we universally like. Well, he actually played well, but it was like what twenty minutes, thirty minutes. All right, well, we'll so a third a of a good. He's had a third of a good game this season. Yeah? Third of a good game, and you've doubled your wages <laughs> to two hundred and forty. And that doesn't even that doesn't even make him top three earners in the team. Nah. So Miranda's on more, DDGs on more, Ronaldo's on more, Pogba's on more. Yeah, yeah. So like, oh, it's just you know, you're right. The wages thing is another issue. You can't. But how do you sort that out right now? Because you can't entice players that we need and offer them considerably less than players that are shitting them. No, it's, it, it, it's a mess. It's not, and you you almost yeah. need a you almost need a cultural reset. It disorganizes your dressing room when mm. the players who aren't your best players are getting paid the most. It's like any yeah. organization. You're gonna come in. I'm doing a job. I'm seeing a man mm. who's doing a less job than me getting paid more than me. Yeah, you don't appreciate me. Yeah. You don't appreciate me. I'm either gonna down tools, I'm going to try and get somewhere where I'm appreciated. But we've got guys, DDG's by far the best paid keeper in the world. Cristiano Ronaldo's like 600 bags and yeah, I guess he can look around and say, boy, none of you really putting up, putting in the work I'm putting in. Pogba, whatever, whatever. And now you've got Bruno and I think before Ronaldo came, people would probably give Bruno that. Um, but now, what, what are you playing for? You're playing for sloppy passes, stupid pressing, um, you don't take penalties, yeah. so he's not putting up any numbers. So, um, there's nothing, yeah. yeah. I know you push back, I'm pushing back again. Um, top four, um, Arsenal lost, Spurs lost, so we're right in the mixer again. But we've got Liverpool and Arsenal this week. Uh, we've got Liverpool midweek away, we've got Arsenal on Saturday away. Um, I think this week we'll, we'll put the final nail in the coffin, to be honest. I hope we lose both. Hmm? I hope I hope we lose both. I think man. we'll lose both. Do you know what it is? Yeah, Arsenal and Spurs are a disgrace because we they should have they should have already put the nails in our coffin for top four, and the the run that Arsenal went on after having been so good well not so good after getting a consistent amount of results to go and then lose to Palace Brighton. And who do they lose to? Southampton. And we didn't even we didn't even capitalize on any of those three games. I don't believe. No. I think just South, just the last one now is the one we can. So they them two there are a disgrace. Of more, United are a disgrace as well. But you two were had games in hand. You should have been missing. 
So you've left us in it now. You've left a little hope. The carrot's still dangling. And we can't just write off the season as fans because we're still trying to compete with Arsenal and Spurs. But the players have probably written it off. But us as fans, like, you're, you're even asking the question. I yeah. want to fucking ask that question. I don't want to answer that question. I don't think <laughs> fucking shit. Like, we've got, we're, like, fans are doing their, like, you know, like, you look at the fixtures. Okay, we can get three points there. We can get three points yeah, there. Yeah, but we're, yeah. lo- we're losing to Liverpool. There's Arsenal probably going to make their, their comeback game against us. Mm. That's going to probably be their first W. Because then to Chelsea, yeah. They've got Chelsea next. That's probably going to be their first. We still got to play Chelsea, have we? I think we've played Chelsea for this season now. Who have we got? We've got Liverpool and Arsenal. Is that it? I think so. Let me just quickly pull it up. We've got... Um, we're away at Liverpool. Away at Arsenal. Oh, shit. At home against Chelsea. At, <laughs> home, against, at, at home against Brentford. Yeah, away against true. Brighton. And away against but Crystal Palace. But you know what it is? Yeah, I, I can legit I... see us winning none of them games. And you know what is? I didn't want the nail in the coffin to be against our rivals. I don't want Arsenal to pattern our top four dream. I needed it to be. That's principle. That's your. That's your. (laughs) That's your principle as a man. Like I still got my respect. Get me? Um, I'm I'm pulling cases on all y'all. Like I've still got my respect in the streets. I can't let Arsenal be the one to dead it. Um, and they will be the one to dead it. I'm te- just because of the smack that I've been talking on these guys <laughs> every day. Like my obsession why you, for that guy. Why do you do it? I see when I do that, you always like, bro, you can't let them know that they're in your bro, head. Why do you listen, do it? I don't understand. They drive me. You know what it is, yeah? It's the it's the any little thing and they're they're over the moon. I don't want to see yeah. them happy. <laughs> and, and you know what it is. There's no reason to be happy. So I get even angrier. Like, why are you happy? And I'm the biggest hater. I, you know, yeah, my team is never going to shine because the amount of hate that I have for Arsenal, the amount of hate that I have for Liverpool, like on a daily basis, it's just insane. And, in, and it's, oh man, I can't explain it because every day I'm at, I'm at him. They don't even reply to me. They don't even reply to me anymore because they're like, oh, let's, well, uh, fuck him. They don't even reply to me anymore. I need... No, I don't get any answers. So I'm keeping, I'm going, I'm going, I'm adding more wood to the fire because they're not putting it out. Yeah? And it's just, uh, I don't want it to be Arsenal to put the nail in the coffin because if it is, I can have no chat for the rest of the season. I can't go out. I can't it's go gonna, out. It's, 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 it's going to be, like, like I, I think you agree as well, Seb. Them games, I would not be surprised if we did not win another game this season now. Genuinely wouldn't be surprised. Um, Spurs... Ralph hasn't shown nothing in big games to make me believe that we can yeah. even get a point from Dumfries. Yeah. Um, Spurs, they've got Brentford away, at home against Leicester, away against Liverpool, home against Arsenal, home against Burnley, and their last game of the season is away against Norwich. And then Arsenal have got away against Chelsea, home against us, away against West Ham, home against Leeds, away against... Um, away against Spurs, away against Newcastle, at home against Everton. That's a hard I think, run. I think Spurs are going to get it. Spurs yeah, are going to get it because I think I think they'll it. perform against Liverpool as well. That and they've got a home game against Arsenal. Obviously, these Arsenal fans are crying no Tierney, no party, bro. Everybody could do that. Everybody yeah. could do yeah, that. Like, something, man. Everybody's yeah, got yeah. players out, man. Like, but I, I for me, again, they're, they're, they're like Spurs to me are like City. They're just there in it. I'm yeah. happy for Spurs mm. to get top four. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. 
I've yeah. no drama. There's not a Spurs fan that could ever say to me, we got yeah, top four and you did it. I will look at you and say, good luck to you, bro. Hope you win the Champions League. I don't give a shit. Give it a doesn't shit. bother me. Right. I would pay to have Spurs finish top four above Arsenal. Every year I would do it. Yeah. Every year I would do it. Because I don't See, care. It's Spurs, man. Um, Who cares? Seeing Arsenal mudded. Seeing... That like they do this every year because they always have a period, mm, don't they? They do, they do. They, they, where they, they start do. talking, stick talking. Like, right. Lewis was, all my days, Lewis was chatting was shit chatting. for yeah. about a month. Every game day is coming game. in, talking about our games, talking about this guy's shit, that guy's shit. He's not around no more. He's not around He's no more. He's not around <laughs> no more, bro. Ramsdale's regressed to his mean now, to his actual level. Yeah. Chocolate wrists, so the ball's going through him and going into the back of the net. Man's not around. Man is not He's around. You know, the best keeper in the league, top uh, three, best keeper this season. This player's that sucker. They're comparing him to Messi. Where the fuck are you, lot? Where the fuck yeah, are you? Lot? Mad, yeah, let's let's let's. We haven't done any patrons, so we can have a couple of patrons this week for these big games. Um, guys, Liverpool game. How how bad do you think it's going to be? Oh man, that's they've the only game. They've got a game like every three days at the moment. That's the, every... game, that's the only game I want to win. I can lose. That's them. the game. That's the game they're going to rest their players for. You're going to yeah. see Ox. <laughs> You're going to see Ox and um, all their little young butts coming. Uh, what's that, that be... his name? Fucking um... that guy packs some portions. What's his name? Oh, what's that? No, Kurt, what's the, Curtis, um, Curtis, Curtis Jones? Jones. Uh, what's um, the Asian guy's name? Minamino. Minamino. All that man. Yeah, you're going to see all that man there with all the stars on the bench just in case United decide to score a goal. But mm. we're getting, we're getting, like, we're getting out. We're getting moved to. Yeah, we're getting we're getting moved to. Moved. and I think, I think Klopp's going to go for 5-0. Salah plays because he needs to get his stats up. Yeah, 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 he ain't scored in a minute. He's back. He's, he's, going, through, he's going through the middle. He's going through the middle. He's low going through the middle. And Get me, as close, get me as close to this yeah. goal so I can pop yeah. off my shots, Fair. get my yeah, two yeah. goals, sub me off at half-time, Gaffer. He ain't scored in 10 half-time. games in the league or some shit, or 10, ga- 10 games in all comps. Man, he's really? definitely scoring against us. Yeah, he is. He's he is. definitely we scoring against us. We can't against defend. Like, it's, it's absolutely pathetic. We can't yeah. defend. If we could take a point or something for them just to make their lives that bit harder, I would love it. I would absolutely love it if we beat yeah, them. Yeah, I would love it. I just thought, you know what, yeah? People like, obviously, Liverpool fans call us mad saying that we want City, well, me personally, that I want City to win the league over Liverpool. But if we could be the ones that take three points from them and City win this weekend or win this week, have they got a midweek game, City? Yeah, they got Brighton at home. Yes, yeah, so if they beat Brighton and uh, we beat Liverpool, oh man, that would be. Even, not even the fact that we've beaten them, the fact that we've probably ended their title hopes. That's all I want. I just want to end their yeah. title hopes. Yeah, yeah, I just want it to be... I want it to be... I don't want the quadruple chat. It's, I'm having sleepless nights thinking about it. Yeah, they're doing, they're doing better, in it? They've got things to be excited about. I'm, I, I can't stand it. I need it to be over. And if United are going to do one thing in this, deca- this decade and the next decade, it needs to be... Beat Liverpool and end their title. And like we've come this low, the bar is so low. Just give me one thing, please. One I, I thing. agree, man. Pure hatred. All we got thing. left. Pure hatred. hatred. That, that is what. That is what is fueling us. One man <laughs> said it. Like, I'm not going to say who the man that said it. Revenge and hatred. That is what is fueling my heart and my, everything that I've got right now in football. <laughs> I go on the timeline and everything I tweet is revenge, <laughs> hatred, 
I'm coming for everything and I've got no right. I've got no right. Let's quickly talk about Eric Ten Hag. Bro, they're already hating at him on Ajax, bro. People are watching the Ajax game on Sunday. Bro, I'm up to have viewership this season, bro. Everyone was watching the game. Oh, people are doing that already. Oh, <laughs> fuck, Manchester United football, football Club is gargantuan, man. You, Wait, we're gargantuan, bro. We you, are gargantuan. You, you, you can't deny it. Man, I'm watching the Ajax game. I haven't even watched the Ajax game. I haven't even watched the Ajax game. I watched I a bit of it. About... I watched I'm a bit. Watching. I switched it off, man. I'm not pretending, man. I'll see you when you get it. I'll see you when you get it, man. I'll see you when you get it, man. You know, United and Ajax is such a different beast that he's going to come here and he's not going to be able to emulate what he emulated at what we're seeing now at Ajax so quickly. So anything that I see at Ajax is probably going to be redundant for the first few months or season. So I don't need to watch Ajax. When you come here, man, we'll see what you're on because I've exactly. been here before. I've been here before. I've, I went back to watch games that Ralph was managing. Imagine that, me. I don't even watch Prem football and I was scrolling through Google down to page three to look for fucking Ralph games. Imagine. This club has done too much to me. They've done it's, too it's much to me, so I'm not watching that. That's actually a, 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 a mad reveal and I guess you make a great point. Like, the, the when you go back and watch those great games, you get to see their ideal, but what's the reality they're coming into? You know, exactly. you get to see a you get to see a team that they managed for four years, were able to build up, had a lot of say in recruitment. What are they coming into? Um, but yeah, the, the links are very strong. The, the talk was very much that um, they were waiting for the final, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now the talk I'm seeing is that they they're, they're trying to get his backroom staff along as well, some guy who speaks five languages. Um, so it'll be, oh. it'll, it'll be interesting. I think I think he wants. From everything we're reading from all the, the reputable sources, he wants a lot of power, maybe more power than previous managers have had. Oh, he needs power. it. He needs it. He knows yeah. if he comes in and he gets everything that previous managers had, his rep is he going to be in successful. The yeah. He's, because he needs the way that he's come from Ajax and what he's had at Ajax, he's not going to be able to come into a United setup and do what Mourinho did because he's not used to not having everything that he's demanding. So he mm. needs that environment to be successful. That's why he's asking for it. And I believe if he doesn't have it, he shouldn't come. Because he's, right Agreed. now, he's, he's a well-sought-after manager. His reputation has grown in the last couple of seasons. Mm. Bro, if you're not going to get what you're asking for, Leave it. Allow it. No, I completely agree. I completely agree. Because the better option would be, if we're not going to give the manager, manager power, the better option would be Poch. He would make a better go of it with less power because he's been Agreed. there before. You make so that's a fantastic point. My thing with, point my thing there, with Eric, if he's not getting it, don't come, bro. You're wasting. I think that, your time. I think that's what he's. I think he knows that as well. Yeah, he has to. Like, like, well, you know what you're saying, Seb. You know what you're saying. You know what you're saying as well, Seb. Like a lot of these managers will watch that, or oh, I can get more out of these players than yeah. the previous man. Like rate themselves or back themselves. Yeah. <clears throat> a lot of managers will be like, if I can get Man United back there, mm. I'm that fucking guy. Like I'm if that guy. I. I have the belief that I can do it as well. Mm. I can I can see from the outside looking in where they've gone wrong. But we know it's not just simply an issue with coaches not being good enough for the role. It's an issue with recruitment. It's an issue with the direction of the organisation in, a, in yeah. a broader sense. So he's like, yeah. and, and if you haven't listened to the previous pod, Elijah spoke about it. He kind of came into Utrecht and he kind of had that power 
and he, I think yeah. he got them promoted. He got them promoted, um, mm. and I think he got them into the top half um, in, in the Dutch league. So he's had to do that role. I said, well, he's never had to do it at a club as big as Manchester United. Um, but we know that at a lot of these clubs, you get the right manager in, and it forces everybody around them to raise their standards. Like you've yeah. now got, and I don't think we've had that manager necessarily who's needed for us to raise our standards or justified it. Mangal weren't that guy. Marino weren't that guy. Yeah. Oli weren't that. But all of them got back financially to some extent. All I think yeah. he wants is that final say on the players, and right. I get it. He, he, he wants which is back- like, which is elementary, really. If you're going to bring in a manager who's whose football is so so specific in terms of the players that you need to play mm. that. You think Pep doesn't uh, get the final say on the players? You think Pep doesn't get the final say on the players at City sign? Oh, 100%. He probably has the first say, final say, every fucking say. Because he's, it's just he's, easy he's that way, isn't it? And he's probably like, no, look how he moves his hips. He can't turn in the 180. <laughs> he knows exactly how, what he wants from players and what they need I to be able to. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, that, so, so would I. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, just another thing to uh, touch on before we finish with listener questions. We're going to have a massive overhaul this summer. So Matic is leaving. Matter is leaving. Pogba is oh leaving. We're going to see Lingard leaving. We're going to see Cavani leaving. Well, to be honest, he barely mm-hmm. plays anyway. Um, Bayern and then if, Jones as well. Do you think Bayern Jones as well? Yeah, Marshall, he's coming back. Probably going to want to leave mm-hmm. as well. Um, so you're talking about eight first-team players. We've obviously played to varying degrees. But... Mm. This is, and I feel like we say this every summer, this is it. Like, we're closing in on a decade of being meaty now. Um, but this is a perfect opportunity, unlike any other, is, to yeah. really reset. We've gotten a lot of the, a lot off the wage bill in terms of wasted money, guys who are just hanging around getting a paycheck. So we're going to have a lot off the wage bill. And it's an opportunity for us to bring players in and so opportunity to Garnacho and Hannibal, they train with the first team every week. Um, Ralph said it's not the time to bring them in. You don't bring players in, young players into a struggling team. I hear him to a certain extent, but a certain part of me is selfish and just wants to see something else. But I agree. Why are you going to bring them into a team where the ball's not flowing, players are not confident? Um, but they're, they're in and around the first team and they're first team squad members at this point. Um, but this is an opportunity for us to really reset and Hopefully, um, we, we do make the right choices, get the right people in. Um, but I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on that. Um, you, you love to mention, Rodney, that uh, we've been shit the whole time we've been doing Mugga. Um, oh, mate. How, how much have you got left in you, Gaffer? I had nothing left when we started Mugga. I think Mugga gave me a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. yeah, You guys actually saved me a little bit because football I'd given up on completely when Mugga started. How, what, were we two, three years in? Two years, maybe? Three years. Yeah, three years in. At that, like, three years ago, I was done with United and you guys gave me a little a little boost. But to be honest with you, this if I'm speaking totally against how I feel about United and just, like, looking at that situation of what you're speaking about, it's a good opportunity. It really is a good opportunity. Because you don't have, you're not, you're not having to sell eight players. You're not having to get rid of Deadwood. They're leaving. So it's not United saying, we're going to sell this person, sell Pogba, sell Lingard, sell Mata, sell Matic. We're going to get rid of this person, that that person. They're leaving anyway. So it's you, you haven't had to do the hard work. You haven't had to make the hard decisions. 
the only hard decision you're probably going to have to make this season is probably Martial. That's the hard decision you're going to have to make whether you're going to take a loss on him or you're going to keep an unhappy player in the squad. That's the hard decision they're going to have to make. So that reset has happened sort of against your will, but it's happening. So now... Mm. It's, it's a saving grace for you because you can build on that. You're getting rid of millions of pounds in wages. Millions of pounds in wages. You're, they're being forced to sign midfielders because you're losing two more on top of the fact that you needed at least one. So it's, you're in a position where United shouldn't be able to fuck this up. You shouldn't be able to fuck this up because eight or nine players are going through the door. You don't have to bring in eight or nine players. You bring in three or four players under a manager who knows what type of player they need. We've got a different setup now to previous years. You should be able to build on this. Maybe it's not next season, but you should be able to build next season a base, a strong base, because you're getting rid of eight players that earn so much. Pogba, Lingard, Mata, uh, Matis, all these players are earning big wages. You're freeing up so much money. You've got young players in the squad. I don't believe the young players are going to come in, but whatever. <laughs> you have a, you have an opportunity to actually do something, and you didn't do none of the hard work for it. It's like someone dropping two hundred million on my doorstep and a business. That's how I see it. You've got the opportunity now to build a basis. You've got a good manager who has a clear philosophy, who is telling you, "I need this power, that power." So you don't have to do much. Give him the control. Use the setup that you've made with Darren Fletcher and all these other guys and all these other titles. Mm-hmm. Use that properly and you could be in business. It's not. It shouldn't be that hard at this point. It shouldn't be that hard. Yeah. Even if you're not going to give him millions to spend, he can identify players because he know he has his philosophy. And apart from Louis van Gaal, managers at United haven't really had that. So you're having to spend millions of pounds. He may be able to find a player for 10, 15 million. Okay, I can make this work. So, so who, so who knows what the future holds? It's a good opportunity, but knowing United and knowing how everything has gone over the last decade, they'll spurn it. They'll probably sign some someone like Kane or something like that, and fuck it all up. Big money signing so, that doesn't fit the big, timeline. That um, doesn't fit it. Yeah, and, and hopefully, the power that Eric has, he will or he wants, he'll be able to say, "Yo, listen." I'm not sure whether Kane does or doesn't. He'll be able to say, yo, Kane doesn't fit my thing. Just for example, Kane. Or this man doesn't fit my thing. Like you can, You're going to spend £80 million on him, but I won't play him. He doesn't fit my mm. philosophy. He can't yeah. do what I need him to do. So having a manager who has such a specific... like We haven't had that. Like you said earlier on in the um, pod, Mariah, we haven't had a manager like Ten Hag. Like yeah. when they've come in and they, they're like, like Pep, like Klopp, they know exactly what type of player they need. Other managers are just like, yeah, you know what? Bring me that alien in power. Bring me that this guy. Bring me that guy. We'll make it work. And you're just freestyling mm-hmm. everywhere. But mm-hmm. this manager doesn't. So it should be easier for United. And the fact that eight players are leaving as well. So Edward would want to go off. It's a different regime. So we'll give them that benefit of the doubt. Seb, I don't know if you want to... a lot of free agents. Yeah. A lot of free agents. Which, which, which Seb has been doing a lot of research on, apparently. Yeah. Um, so, Seb, I don't know if you wanted to add any any thoughts to, to Rodney's elegant monologue there. No, no, this is everything um, I, I agree with. Um, and it's, it's why I've been super optimistic uh, with with this current situation because unlike previous years, we were saying we have to sign five players. <laughs> we generally have to bring in five players. The only caveat I say to that is that you know, some of the players might be from the youth team. 
or, or some of the players might be low knees. So immediately from the top of my, my, my head, I'm already thinking of Van Der Beek coming in. He gets a fresh start. Of course, that's mm-hmm. Ten Hag's boy. So, and to be fair, he didn't really play. So effectively, he is a midfielder, a new midfielder. I don't think he's set the world alight at Everton and he had one game and he wasn't, he wasn't really good. Well, sorry, he's had a couple of games, but the first game I saw that he was getting plaudits for, or second game, sorry, he wasn't really good. He pretty much played like McTom. It was kind of weird that he was getting plaudits for that. And um, he had... Like, you can't help yourself. I had to drag him as well, you know? Yeah, because he was fully... He was fully playing like McTom. So I was super confused. And then, um, obviously, the cameras for us. So... He gets a fresh start under a manager that he knows. So that's one midfielder that maybe Man United have probably like forecasted that Pogba goes. So he could be Pogba's replacement. And then um and then obviously Garner is getting like he's he's the flavor of the month right now. He's doing really well on his loan. The potential for him to come in. Hannibal, uh, he's pl- currently playing with the first team, whether he goes on loan or he stays. Um, that's very interesting because I know Ralph wanted him before and it seems like Ralph's going to have a lot of uh, pull with Ten Hag. So already you have three new midfielders to a setup. Um, how many do Man United buy on top of that? And that's the only reason why I'm a bit doubtful in the midfield. However, the other positions like right winger, um potentially a backup striker and maybe like a, a, a centre-back and a backup keeper. Um, I think those positions will get, I know we're linked with, uh, is it Sam Johnstone, just as a backup keeper or something mm-hmm. like that, us in another club or whatever. Obviously, we'll probably be favourites for that because it's paid for us before. Um, and yeah, it's the midfield area is just the, worry, the most worrying thing because I can already see how this pans out. The new players come, and then on top of that, I've also uh, I've mentioned Garner, Hannibal, and uh, Van der Beek, which are pretty much new signings. Um, Fred hasn't done too bad this season, so does Ten Hag say, "Can I get better out of Fred?" And managers seem to like McTom's energy, so does he stay or does he go? Right, so the midfield is very, very. It's, it's I'm unsure. I'm unsure. The uh, but the only reason why I might be a bit positive is that there's a lot of free agents, right? I know the Kamara guy was linked with, he's a free agent. Um, so there, there could be potential there, but I'd just call that um, a 50-50 chance that we, we improve that that position. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. I'm, I'm not excited. Like I said to you guys, I'm not going to get my hopes up. I'll just judge by what I see, man. Um, but potentially, yeah, interesting times ahead. But when is it? Ever not. Let's finish up with some listeners' questions. Um, Niado98, just here for some Rashford prop. Well, you're not going to get that. Rodney, uh, you made a funny point the other day. He said, that, How can you have a one minute fail comp in a 15 minute cameo? That should be impossible. I saw the comp. That comp wasn't that bad. <laughs> I, saw the, I saw that comp. Do you know what? Do you know what? It wasn't that, that, was that bad, but it was a That was a force. Uh, what? As Felcom scored, that's a force. I saw that. No, it's not. Nah, it was a force, man. I don't know, Seb, man. I watched it, bruv. It was a force. You I watched it, fam. You just said I watched it. It was a force. I think what's so funny about me watching this is I refused to watch it at a time. And then someone, <laughs> I was out yesterday, right? Yeah. And someone was on, uh, on to me. They're like, ah, oh, bruv, let's talk about Rashford. These times I'm out partying now. They're like, ah, oh, let's talk about Rashford. Let's talk about Rashford. I'm like, bro. Like, Lowby, he's like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a party, bro. 
In fact, we was, in the, we was in the toilet. I just finished pissing, yeah? Shout out bye bye because he, he he follows me and that, yeah? So he's like, nah, I'm going to make sure we talk about Rashford, talk about Rashford now, yeah? So he's like, all right, cool. I'm going to show you this. I'm going to show you this, yeah? And he goes to the comp. I knew he was going to go to the comp. So when I've come out of the toilet and now we're sitting down watching this comp in the middle of a party, yeah? Yeah. I'm like, wait, this comp isn't that bad. Like, it's not oh, shit. Bad. It's not. Yeah, I'm watching bad. it, bro. What did, he didn't do anything good, man. He didn't do anything it's good. Shit. As fell comps go, you we know what. Oh, yeah, yeah, all his touches. We know what fell comps. Is that all his touches for the game? That's all his touches. No, it so. wasn't. No, it wasn't because the the. That's he, all his touches. No, because he linked up with Alango when Alango got fouled for Ronaldo's goal. So this is that's what you're clinging to. That's that not is, in his touches you know, for the game. Listen. Even if it's forced, there's no way you should be able to get a minute from 15. Listen, Even if you try and force it, you can't do that. It's this really is so forced. Do you know why this is so forced? Because we've never done this. That's like, it's so forced, yeah. I can't even believe it. Like, it's proper forced. It's proper forced. You know, I We're trying to justify the force. That's what's worse about this. It's crazy. You're the bad thing to me, yeah? He no longer even tries to defend Rashford. Now he just slanders other players. That's his actual... That's the only way I can fight this now. I just have to make sure other guys who are not doing their thing are getting brought to the limelight. For sure, Um, (laughs) Next one is um, CX Cornelius one. How long until the suffering ends? Brother, I don't know. I'm here to tell you, thing, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, we ain't got a clue, bro. So if you're looking to us for hope, you ain't going to get it over here. Yeah, bro. yeah. I don't know when the, 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 the suffering's going to end. You're hoping mm. for a good summer. Maybe go and you're see ho- a clairvoyant or something. Yeah, you're hoping yeah. that. Um, I really was hoping on Bruno leaving because I think Sancho's, <laughs> only, Sancho's only going to be a success in this league playing centrally. It's not. He was never leaving. Right. What was you hoping? That Ten Hag comes in and he's just not. That is not his sort of player, man. There's nothing. There's nothing. We have, cerebral. To, we have to hope, but there's but nothing cerebral about Bruno Fernandez. No, but how do you sign Bruno to a new contract without maybe saying to the manager, "Yo, look, listen, under no pressure." You, his existing contract was like to 2025. It's insane. Yeah, but you're signing players to contracts uh, street, uh, without a manager. Me, yeah. She was just telling me, yeah, that Luke Shaw saw Ten Hag coming in and he took the screws out his leg so he don't have to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the less we say about that bozo, the better. Oh, um, cool. But yeah. Yeah, we don't know, bro. We don't know. It's going to be an interesting know. summer. Oh, um, it's, new, it's new people in new, in key positions. So that also that always gives you a lot of hope. We've got a lot of dead wood getting that. What, what, what's with Ralph suddenly using matter? Bro, he's he, giving it he, if Matt is the only one with technique, like he is, but what did you up. just figure? Did you just figure that out? Yeah, he did. He's man. given up and he's just doing anything. He's just saying, you know, I'm throwing whatever. Just go on, do whatever you want to do. But I want to see a game with Sancho central, Rashford on the right, left. I am playing Rashford. On the I right. mean, on the left, sorry, and then uh, well, I guess a Lango okay, on the right, right. isn't it? Fucking oh, look, look, this is insane. We signed the right, we thought we signed the player to play on the right. He turns out that he's better on the left. Like, could that have been seen through I don't coaching? Think he's ad- on the left, I mean, scouting. I don't, I don't. Well, listen, he's doing better than the man that was on the left, so I guess that's why he's, he's going not. on the left. We're not getting into a rash. I'm not defending. 
I'm Check not defending the Sancho. For this I'm not def- I'm not defending Sancho. You won't see me defend that bozo. Yeah? They're both bozos, so I'm not gonna defend either of them. Bozo but I'm just saying we signed we signed the player to play on the right and now we still need a right winger. That's mad. Yeah, that's that's, that's absolutely mad. that's absolutely insane. Yeah. There are a few on the market, we just need to make sure we shout out Oli, man. Shout out Oli. Um next question is from young underscore moo. How long do you think the British media will give Ten Hag? I give it two games before Paul Madsen. One game, man. They're ready to do so. <laughs> I give it two games before Paul Madsen says. Madsen, are we sure? There's this this plenty of good British managers in there. I don't know. That's like, like Paul Madsen is going to come out with some quote about British managers and how they're being overlooked or whatever, bro. Yeah. What British manager? Like, I don't know. Who's they want? Sam Allardyce. You say Eddie Howe. Look at the job Eddie Howe's done at Newcastle. You think that's not a good yeah. job for Man United? But he's with Newcastle, so what? What does he want us to do? Yeah, yeah. They're gonna um, find something. I believe you. They'll find they'll something. Find something he, he won't get definitely, long. Definitely, definitely. Like the thing with with these scenarios is, it's even better to have a good start, then fall off because the good start builds you some level of equity. Right. When you have a poor start, pressure's on you from on your neck from the get go. Bram, the pressure is going to let you rest. Mad. They're not going to let you rest if you have a poor start. I think this is the, like the most pressure, yeah, a manager's coming into for for Man United post Fergie, because the like obviously people actually rate this coach. They think he's young. They, like they think he's a young, talented coach or whatever. And then also people are turning like they they're also questioning it, thinking maybe should have went for Pochettino. Mm. Um, the pressure on him right now is going to be unlike any other manager. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man. Um, last couple of questions. One's from Tommy T 98 Who should be United's top three targets this summer? Um, I see we're linked with Dabala, but I'm not really interested in that. No, nah, I'm all right. Tushimeni definitely should be one Tushimeni of our top. Tushimeni, for sure. definitely be one of our top. If, um, I, could, if I could get three, I'm getting Tushimeni. I'm either getting Basuma or Nevers. I'm not too sure which one, just depending on which one's cheaper. But I'll take either or. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am trying to get Gnabry because he's not happy. Interesting. I'm going Tushimeni, Basuma, and I'm getting Livramento. Don't mind that. I think we have players with good attacking attributes. We definitely need a right-sided attacker. Yeah? Facts. Well, the back, the midfield, it don't matter. All of that doesn't matter if you cannot get them the ball, if you don't have control over games. Yeah. But the thing midfield, is, what, what and, I'll say in regards to the right-back, yeah. Look at that midfield and also, just having an upgrade on Aaron Wambasaka means the person playing in front of him has a much easier time. Livermento is a monster, man. What I'll say in regards to the defence, though, yeah, is one person can't change it. And if there is going to be one person that can change this whole defence, it's a centre-back. Right? Yeah, I think I'm not even, even trying to change... I'm not even trying to change the defence. I'm I'm trying to... I'm hoping that the manager comes in, uh, Maguire will see the bench. So it goes Varane and somebody else. I'll go um, Boy, Brian, you know man, can't even stay fit. But I think that in terms of... Where I'm, where when I haven't mentioned an attacker, having somebody who can progress the ball and at least having a a, yeah. a comfortable um right back, two yeah. uh, two good starting midfielders, means that overall you're kind of halfway there. Then the next season, then you're getting a second, you're getting a centre back who comes in, a left back, and then a right sided attacker, um, and and then a striker. 
Uh, I think we're in trouble yeah. though, you know, because the way you just said that reminds yeah. me of like every other season where we're doing this part part thing, right? And then when we have the, when the first season is poor and we do this part part thing, the second season never goes good, right? I think if United are going to obviously we, the question is free changes, right? So obviously we're doing it in this scenario, yeah. but just expanding off that, if United are going to do well, we have to bring in like. Like half of the team needs to be new players. Can you bring? Can you bring in half half a team in one summer? It has to. No, no. I'm not talking about in regards to. I'm, I don't know if you're talking about in regards to buying. I'm talking about just new players. Like so. Okay. From yeah. Like yeah I'm buying. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If, if that's yeah. What yeah. You're saying, then yeah. I'm confounding yeah, yeah. the youth players. So some players getting um uh like playing more minutes, and some players mm. obviously um being brought in like we're buying. But a combination of youth players, obviously, we haven't even mentioned Laird, right? And he had a good half of the season, and then I think he got injured. He, he went into another loan, and he hasn't like it hasn't gone well for him. But the first half of the season was really promising. But I say that to say that United have to make a wholesale change because the mentality of the team is wrong, right? So yeah. if you're not changing the majority of the squad, even it's if you the change mentality, the mentality is going to the Sometimes mentality comes from the manager. You might not need to change the players. It might just be We've the had every manager, though, man. Do. We've had every man- mentality monster manager. The players that we have right now are so <laughs> short to bits that we have to change <laughs> at least half of these players because the same mentality will seep into the new players. If you're only doing three, it's like a fucking virus, right? You need to chop off your whole arm, bro. Some people are just chopping off. We're just mm. chopping off the fingers, and we're mm. saying, "Yeah, no spread." You need to chop off the whole arm, and you need to start again. Yeah, yeah. I think, no, um, just point. to add on to what you guys are saying, um, obviously a few articles that lads have posted in the group, and uh, obviously I've been looking up. I don't know anything about Eric Tenha, so I've been reading. I think goalkeeper is going to be a big issue for him. Yep. I think if he's going to look, he, 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 his inability to um do anything. If he's going to look, if he's going to look to build then he's going to need, like, obviously you look at the two, two top teams in the league and they have that. So, and I think if he, if that's important to the way he plays, which it seems it is, I think that's going to be an area that he may need to look at in the summer as well. Um, so we're in but a yeah. situa- situation because I totally agree with that. And I've done, like, I've done some research on stuff that he needs and people have mentioned the Brighton keeper and the, I think the Wolves keeper, whoever, mm-hmm. they've mentioned these keepers because they're, they're, they're keepers that are really, really great with their feet, right? Think, but yeah. in regards to, like, shot-stopping, they're not the best. Like, David De Gea's yeah. shot-stopping is probably one of the best um, in the yeah. world. But his other shit, his other stuff, i.e., like, coming out for corners and, like, his yeah. passing is one of the worst, right? So, mm-hmm. um, He's, you're right. He definitely wants a keeper that can play out for the back. But you need, I think, we need to temper our expectations because even though I've said six players, I've never thought about the keeper because it's such a hard position to replace. Right. And we don't mm. have a youth. I don't know about the keepers at youth level that are like that, mm. that, could, that could come in. But I'm looking at like, of, of course, keepers like a super key position. But when I look at it, it's like, mm. what's more important, the midfielders or the keeper? What's more important, the midfielders or the centre? My thing is, yeah, the reason why I'm I, looking at a manager from what I've read, the one, well, if you have the ball, you're not going to concede chances. Mm. But in order to have the ball, you need to be able to build. And it seems mm. for this manager and able to for him to build his sustained attack, sustained possession, he needs a keeper to be able to start those phases of play. 
So if you manage, just from reading what people have said and how key their actual keeper is for Ajax right now, if you want to keep possession like we do, if you want to sustain attacks, when you have the ball, obviously it's, it's no secret that the other team doesn't have the ball. That's a bit Michael Owen, but yeah, that means they can't. You can't give up possession. You can't give up shots if you have possession. So I think keeper. It depends. I think well, keeper is going to be. A I agree key with area you. Then. In, in in that case, then I think there's three key positions, which is the keeper, the centre back, and the midfielder. Right. If yeah. you're talking about sustaining and holding That's on really the ball, a spine, isn't it? yeah, That's the spine. sustaining and holding yeah. on the ball, then those would be the first three signings. Um, mm. If I'm here, if but I'm then here. you can't one. Have, so so you you're you're bringing let's say you, so let's say fuck the hair, man. Let's say you're bringing two Shemeni, yeah, yeah. Who are you pairing him with? Fucking Fred or Donny Van der Beek? Do you know what I, I pair him with? I need to ask you that though, two because obviously Basuma's not. He's, he's not really. He's not from what I when I watch him, he doesn't seem. He carries the ball, but he doesn't progress the ball through passes. So is that what two really. can do? Not neither of them. I would say is high, high level. No, so where, so where, so where do we progress the ball? You have to have to play somebody who can play through the lines, and I think Fred is probably the best out of what we have that can play us oh through then the lines. We, we are in trouble, but then again, you can also play, you can also pair him with Garner, and Garner's really good at progressing the ball. Um, I've watched like a lot of a lot of well, I've watched a lot of videos um, this season on him, and in regards to pro- progressing the ball, whether it's long passing or short passing, he's been really, really good this season. Um, so again, it, it depends, and it? it depends how if if Ten Hag wants to gamble and wants something totally fresh, or if we keep with what we have, we might have to play Van der Beek, right? Um, I'm not too sure, but I think two many will be massive, um, and we need to get a player like that in the midfield. Um, because then you obviously you, you you manage to like stop attacks, and one thing like our players are not good at is screening, tackling, and stuff mm. like that. And if I look at like Tushio Meni's like um, uh, defensive actions, um, when I looked at like that scouting reporting, they're like super high, right? He's like like one of the highest um, in in world football, and he's similar to Kante in his defensive actions, but also in his progressive passing, he's also quite similar. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you make a great, yeah, nah, great point. It's crazy, it's crazy times. Like, I feel like we're, we're, we're far, but we're not. Like, a clear plan yeah. will get us to a place where we're. I think yeah. this is going to be stages. We want to join Liverpool, City, and Chelsea, be the fourth team that established again. Remember, we had the big four, we want to yeah. establish a new big four. Separate ourselves from the Tottenham's, the Arsenal's, uh, uh, and whatnot. Yeah. So mm. Consolidate that, and then the next season is okay. Couple more players. Now you're tussling third, second, and in the third season, I expect us to be competing for the title. That to me is a three-year plan that we should be aiming to do. The fact that we're yeah. there and thereabouts now for fourth, how shit our players are, how we've had Oli for part of the season and Ralph who hasn't been able to resonate. The culture. Mm. Despite all those things, we're there and thereabouts. You bring in a good manager, you bring in a rough... And I think the, the young players are important because the young players are the ones who they dream of playing for Manchester United. It means something to them to wear that... It means something to them to wear that badge. Um, yeah. So we need those players in the dressing room who aren't just mercenaries. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. And just a final question, guys, because I know you guys got to go. Um, from Alex. Shout out, Alex. 
What club do you feel Pogba will thrive at next season? Chelsea. I don't think he has many options. He doesn't have. So no, no. So no. Not, what club do you think will sign? What club do you think if he was to go anywhere next season? Where do you think Chelsea? Chelsea. Yeah, I think. I think if you Chelsea, at Chelsea where, where would yeah. you play him? Chelsea are midfield dominant, right? So mm-hmm. I just play him as one of the three. They've got a Kante. They've got like a dribbler. Uh, in Kovacic, and then they can play Pogba as like the creative midfielder, um, just like L- Roman. Um, I think he'd thrive at Chelsea because they're just, I love their midfield in regards to like balance. Um, and I think they might be missing the creative aspect from Pogba in, in the balance uh, spectrum, but they've got everything else. They've got a lot of players there. Though. They've got they've got Havertz who plays there sometimes. They've got Mason Mount who plays there. There's a lot of players competing for that. Yeah, yeah but I the thing is, Pogba is, comes in and he starts, isn't it? Yeah, he 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 definitely starts for Chelsea and like, lost less, less the money that it, the money that it costs them and the, the, the fact that you'd be like you mentioned they've got a bag of midfielders. I think don't... Madrid. Never. I Madrid. Madrid. Madrid would the mid Madrid would love it. Like I'm looking at yeah. all due respect to the brother, um, my man, um, Cruz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they are not taking Cruz up for Pogba. Boy, I'm telling you he's looking like he's. I know, but he's they boy. need to add. They need to add. Wait, Camavinga's coming for Cruz already. Yeah, <laughs> right. they're, 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 not they're, taking, they're not taking Cruz out for Pogba. They're taking for Camavinga. That's fine. They're not taking him out for Pogba. But they're looking yeah. at too many themselves as well. So yeah, exactly. But too no, many is not anymore. Yeah, okay. but too many was potentially a Casemiro replacement. Right, so they they are looking to replace them in field and they're bringing the younger well, guys. They need someone like they that. need a creative player. They need a creative player in that midfield, and I think Pogba. As long as they can pattern the the other side of the balance side of midfield when Pogba plays, I think. Um, I think. He I don't think Pogba's really balanced. Well. He ain't. He ain't playing. No, no, that. but that's no, no, but that's what I'm saying. If you can sort that the balance out through other players and just have him doing what he's good at, I think Madrid Madrid will go up to another level if he performs. How I, we know he can perform, I, 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 I can't freedom. get with that. I can't get with that because when I, I, I actually think, I actually think Madrid, Madrid... <laughs> we're not talking football with Seb, man. Get look, look, look. The reason why I say that, yeah, probably a better option for him. The reason why I say that, when I look at the Madrid midfielders, is each of them are balancing their own right, but they all have deficiencies in their own right. So I wouldn't say Modric is the most defensive central midfielder. However. He can. He's he's gonna get. He's gonna get stuck in. He's also gonna create. He's also great at passing. Same with Cruz. Cruz is gonna get stuck in. Also great. Also good at passing. Cruz is a That's cone, a, bro. Nah, he's get, definitely gonna get stuck in, and he's great at passing, and he's got a lot of energy. Casemiro energy. Uh, he ain't he got a lot of energy, man. He ain't got a lot. He's yeah, lethargic, man. Which is exactly why Camavinga comes in. Like the game yeah. passes him by when it's a high intensity mm. midfield battle, man. He's so what's going to happen when in there? But that's think... what I'm saying. If you if you can bring Camavinga in, and then you've got uh, I don't know Casemiro, you got they bring another midfielder in who's high energy who can get. You don't really you, then Pogba can do what he does best. The reason Pogba hasn't been three black midfielders at Real, nah, never happening. You're, you're asking them to build the team around him. He ain't doing. They ain't doing that. No, I agree. I agree. Team. I think I'm not asking them to build the team. I'm saying they need something creative, and if they can balance their midfield behind him, why not? They do, but think about this. Yeah, they bring in Kamavinga. I think Kamavinga just needs to play more. But they can mm. go. They can go. Casemiro, Kamavinga, Cruz. Casemiro, Kamavinga, Modric. Casemiro, Modric, Cruz. 
Um, and they've still got Valverde, who's high energy as well. I think he could do well there for sure. But I think for them, it's not worth the hassle. Like midfield's really not where their issue is. They need more potent att- attackers. It's well, been a Benzema. You, it's been a Benzema. You said it in the chat job. though. Like a lot of them, are, a lot of them are going to be leaving soon. Like crew. fair enough. And they're going to renew. They're going to renew Modric for sure because he's still playing really well. Um, I don't really rate Valverde to be honest with you, but he, I'm coming out now. Yeah, he's he's been a, he's been about for a bit, but yeah, we'll keep an eye on it, lads. I didn't think we'd go. Didn't think we'd go this long, uh, but yeah, we always find a way to. Uh, Rodney, a pleasure. Seb, there, lads. Love for coming through, man. Peace. Rashford, he's in here. He scores. Marcus Rashford. Takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Sports Social Podcast Network.